And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. Hello world, hear the song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. A whole lot of loving is what we'll be bringing. We'll make you happy. The Vault of Startling Monster Horror Tales of Terror! <laughs> Howdy, horror hounds! You ever had somebody say, Oh boy, I just found the most greatest delicious fancy candy store and they bring you a $10 bonbon that is made from only the finest ingredients and lovingly prepared by accomplished confectioners who artfully craft and meticulously decorate each bonbon by hand. And then you take a bite, and it tastes exactly like dog shit. Ever had that happen? Okay. So, tonight's movie is Hereditary. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Vault of Startling Monster Horror Tales of Terror. I'm Chris Honeywell, and this is my episode of Freak's Choice, and I'm going to, uh, as I introduce the rest of the crew here, I'm going to apologize to them personally. Chris Tyler. Paymon, me say Paymon, Paymon, come and me want go home. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, and uh, Mr. Luke Giaconetti. You are pulling on my head. Uh, so- someday I'll make it up to you, Luke. Someday. And his brother, Jason Giaconetti. Don't you swear at me, you little shit. Don't you ever raise your voice at me. I'm your mother. You understand? All you, all I do is worry and slave and defend you, and all I get back is that fucking face on your face. And Jason, with all the shit you've gone through lately, I just don't know how I could have done this to you. I'm hoping that like this will be cathartic, and tonight I'll be able to sleep with myself. Although I probably won't be getting busy with myself for a while, because I'm kind of in the doghouse. <laughs> kind of put the old right hand in the doghouse over this one. Oh, oh. So what we're and and you know I'm exaggerating, but um my freak's choice was Hereditary from 2018. This was a movie that I heard great things about and terrible things about, which is what really um intrigued me about it. So I figured with this crew we would have a a interesting interesting variety of takes on it and i wanted to know if they're gonna be that interesting in variety (laughs) (laughs) okay well i mean here's the really crazy part is that um originally this movie was over three hours long oh oh my god it would still be going on that's what i'm saying 
I know. It's like no, I, I said. I was, I was talking. Slashed their wrists about <laughs> two hours and a half through it. Oh my god! I was I was talking to my father earlier today, and I said, "Yeah, this movie was two hours and seven minutes long, and it pulls a great trick because it makes two hours and seven minutes feel like nine hours." Yeah. Well, oh the, the ninety-five god. minute mark hit, and I was to like, "Why the fuck you. is it still on?" Dad, dad, dad tried to watch it. Dad got not even twenty minutes in, and fucking turned it off. He goes, "I'm not wasting my time." He lit, and he said to me, "He gave me because I gave him the the disc, you know, the, the for Luke, I, 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 whatever." And he's like, he's watching. He's like, "I'm not fucking watching anymore of this." And I'm <laughs> like, "Did you even get up to this part?" He goes, "No." And I go, "Did you get to this part?" No. I go, and you gave up? He goes, "Yeah, fuck, it was boring as shit." Like, yeah. Dad was bored, and I was like, "You didn't even get to the part where this happened." He goes. No, he goes. Well, give it back to me. I guess I'll watch it. I'm like, no, I don't want you to watch it. I'm just saying, get to this part. Like, I'm not asking you to sit through it because I know what that will entail. See, Chris is, Chris is playing around, joking, and they go, oh, I'm apologizing, whatever. I understand the phone call I will get with the bullet point list of why I did this. So I didn't make Dad rewatch it, but I said, where'd you get up to? He goes, I don't know. It was boring. And I was like, did you get to this part? No. Like, okay. And I'm thinking in my head, going. Shit, you really did turn this off at 20 minutes. But yeah, uh, so Dad gave up at 20 minutes. Well, um, I, I did a little reading on this movie, and originally, this movie wasn't going to have even a supernatural element to it. Exactly. It was going to be a long meditation on grief in a family unit, and then the director decided it would be too depressing as this, and, and then thought of the supernatural element of it, which... Yeah. Really, does it, which I get what can only say could improve it, but at the same time, this is a movie about grief. So like, yeah, just I not mean, happy, you know there's not a happy moment in this. Entire no, and that, and and that's okay because if this right, if this right. was a drama, if this was a drama about the stages of grief and this one family going through all this awful crap. I could at least understand it. I could yeah. I, I could approach it in that way because you don't approach a drama the same way you approach a horror film. This uh, all I heard for months was, oh, this this is this is modern horror. This is what horror is now. This is it. This is the knee plus ultra. Get on the get on the bus or get the hell out of the way. And then to watch this film and have it be so inert and boring and implausible and exploitative and not exploitative in a good way just exploitative in a look aren't we clever way it was it made me physically angry watching this movie because yeah, okay, of, of how I, much it wasn't even, how much it wasn't i had even clever that's the no, problem. That's what that's, I'm saying. That's, it made okay. it made me angry because i had been sold a bill of goods on this movie about how how I you know that this this was the greatest uh, horror movie since The Exorcist, and if you can't see that, you're too fucking stupid, and all this other shit. And it's like this movie is trash. This movie, I'm sorry for people out there that may enjoy this film, but this is absolute trash, and it is indicative of everything that is wrong with modern. Hey, we're making a horror movie, but don't say that. We won't say we're making a horror movie. Don't say that. Don't label us. It's indicative of everything that's wrong with that and if you want no better reason i've I, okay i have i have hated rotten tomatoes literally since it became a thing because i have spent my entire adult life learning to distrust 
professional critics and to form my own <laughs> opinions on movies. And now, now I'm not even supposed to listen to a critic. I'm supposed to listen to a website that has an algorithm that picks winners and losers. And the air quotes up to the mic, right movies always seem to win. And the air quotes up to the mic, wrong movies always seem to lose on Rotten Tomatoes because of a algorithm that you're not allowed to know about. Now, this movie has on Rotten Tomatoes an 89% approval rating. This movie on CinemaScore, where they ask actual people that went and paid money to go see the movie, a yep. D plus. End of, I'm done. Nothing else. Yep. This, this yeah. is, this is, this Give me is, a fucking break, man. This is, this <laughs> is my theory, okay? Between The Witch and Get Out, those two movies appealed to an art house and and the witch and get out are two like okay the art house let's let's just call it for lack of a better term the art, art house horror movie you got get out on one side where it's closer to a normal horror movie you know it's 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 closer the director is aware of horror movies you got the witch which is total art house but I, but both of those movies I think are excellent, excellent movies. They made me think for a long time afterwards. That's what I was reading about Hereditary. Oh, you know, it gives you something to think about and mull over what happened. And there were a lot of complaints that in the last third of it, it just goes into exploitation horror. But I think this movie, it's like um, it's like they they were like, okay. Let's take a Wes Anderson movie, elements of a Wes Anderson movie, Rosemary's Baby, and a Lars Van Trier movie just for sheer depressing, you know, just weight of of depressingness on top of you and well, put it into I mean, this. It was made to appeal, I think, to the art house people who don't know shit about a horror movie, you know? Well, it's, it's, it's one of those things, like, you can look at an older contemplative horror movie like uh don't look now which is artsy fartsy and deeply affecting but it's not like this uh, you know what it, it, and this is gonna sound weird because I, I figured it out in hindsight the panning shot where the brother and the sister are in the car going to the party right and they're panning along the highway and they stop on the fucking telephone pole with the symbol on it is literally the movie slapping you in the face and saying, we're literally going to pan again across this and stop. Yes. Like, it was, yeah. you gotta be fucking kidding me. Because again, we're, aware of, we're aware of the tropes, and this is like an art house person who's just discovered, like, the horror tropes, and then just, like, Frankenstein, you know, it's Frankenstein, it's a Frankenstein creation of Rosemary's Baby, uh, The Witch... Uh, it's got a little bit of Suspiria in there, but it doesn't have any surprises. You know well, what I it's, mean? It's hard to do that when every time something supernatural is happening, there's a faint blue glow traveling through the house. Yeah, like, right. It's, that was uh, that's that yeah. pissed me off to no end. Well, I already know there's something funky going on. You don't need to literally color it in and call it out. I know. No, all all I could all to. I could think of with that, all I could think of that was like a Bethesda video game where you're too stupid to follow <laughs> the, the waypoint. So they yeah. they have to point you, go here, go yes. here and do this mission because yeah. you're too right. dumb to get what's going on. And it's and like, you you mentioning Rose um, go ahead, Jay, yeah. Hang on. Before you be it's exactly like I was thinking like the old video games where it was like, you know, 
um, when when you when you know you know before it was like all open sandbox, you kind of go wherever you want, and the game would pull you to where you needed to go because the game was like we need to keep moving, right? It was like that. That's exactly right. I was like I was gonna say it was like the old video games where they used to yank you. Literally, your character be trying to run away, and you're going like, "What the fuck?" You know, kind of thing. You're getting dragged <laughs> to the door. Sorry, uh, Luke. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no but, but no, all I was, I mean, mention mention yeah. Rosemary's Baby. This movie so desperately wants to be Rosemary's oh, Baby, but oh, the yeah. problem is, is that Rosemary's Baby is an intelligent, creepy movie that shows you weird crap that doesn't make sense. And then lets you mull on that and think about that before they come out and give you enough information to process what the hell's going on. This movie, first off, it's obscure. It's expecting you to follow along with details that they can't provide, that, that we're, we're supposed to get information that there's no way we can get in the method that they communicated. But unlike Rosemary, Rosemary's Baby is not like The Exorcist, where it's like pinning you to the edge of your seat because it's so crazy. Rosemary's Baby is, is a definition of creeping feeling I just lost my audio uh, you're good, <clears throat> you're good there's, a, there's a little mic crossed I'm out back. Of, did oh, you, okay. you mute I'm back sorry I knocked down my phone the but <laughs> yeah but Rosemary's baby is like the definition of a creeping feeling of dread, right? And that this movie wants that so badly. But the, the, any any time that there's a feeling that could be something that was dreadful and made you feel uneasy, it 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 takes so long to develop that you're just like get on with it, get on with it. You know, Jay says this. You say this all the time on bots, bugs, and babes. It could be a grade Z movie. But you know what? It's not boring. This movie is boring. It has yep. a fantastic production design. It's yep. got all sorts of money that was clearly spent on this for nine million dollars. All the acting budget. is, is top. The notch. acting is uh. yeah, the acting is the the look. The actors and actors are very professional. There's no right. really you know yeah, the, suspect the, acting jobs the here. Was There's terrible. no good character. But, That's the thing. Yeah, ex exactly. No but the, the brother. There's, I don't I don't care if any of these people get killed. I don't no, they, care if they they're put in danger. Out, they already start out. The only likable character in it is the Liam Neeson looking husband. Gabriel is Byrne. the only guy yeah. who's yeah. just sort of like trying, <laughs> but he's Liam already Neeson. depressed. Well, you know, he's kind of Gabriel well, Byrne's already kind of like Liam Neeson light. I can see that. I, well, I mean, he's, he's, he's sort of like extra value Liam Neeson. Yeah. But I mean, he's, but, he's, but, I mean, he's like sour. he's a good person, but everybody is already at the beginning of this movie, like at their starting point, they're already like kind like just you know subliminally hating each other, racked with grief mother on the edge of insanity so ever and the husband at the end of his rope but trying to be patient but you don't get a normalcy and and you get the feeling that the normalcy was also a very it, it's that that sort of like world that i don't know if it's actual reality but it's in films of the of the you know just terribly terribly self-centered pathetic rich family you mm -hmm. know that that just has their internal problems and and all that but it's like when peter griffin gets that uh, him and peter go and get the uh, or him and uh chris go and get the merit badge for watching that family of wasps <laughs> you you never get a chance to feel anything positive no. for any of these people yeah. and no. and it just goes downhill as it goes along so it's like 
you know, I mean, there'd be more of a creeping, like the late, I never got bored during it, but at the same time, I just always sort of had my hackles up through it because it would, it would, I would be waiting for it to take an unexpected turn. And I thought at first when the daughter, uh, got killed, that was where it took a turn for me. Cause I was like, okay, I wasn't expecting that. I thought she was the one that was going to get, I thought they were going to do like a Suspiria type thing and put old grandma back in young, young girl. And well, that's and, a, you weren't, you're not far off. Cause that's oh, you're essentially not far what off. happened. They, they, they switch it up. So it's like, okay, that's not coming about that way. And then, you know, they fit, they fill it in to what's really going on. But what's really going on is like, so like mundane in the, <laughs> in the context of supernatural thrillers or satanic thrillers or or things like that and in, in a lot of ways it kind of copies the witch you know i mean right down to the ending with all the levitations and you know the, the same, witchiness same coming company. out to the surface but it doesn't yeah. do it with the class that the witch the when the witch did it it, it built up to that and earned it and and uh and that was another movie that didn't have in another way it did not it was a lot of grief and a lot of um unpleasant characters or characters that you didn't really care for but it worked and this when i got done with it i'm just like this is for somebody who wants to fool themselves who's who's an art film it reminds me of these two roommates that i had that these two girls that you could not drag them to a movie that wasn't an art house movie they were just like, no, I want to go see a real movie, you know, something with intelligence in, in it. And one time we talked that we dragged them kicking and screaming to go see Dumb and Dumber when it first came out. They were like, <laughs> you know, but there were like eight people. So they were completely outvoted and they wanted to go and be with the group or whatever. So they're they bitching all the way to the movie theater. I don't want to see this movie. And we all pitched in and said, we'll buy your tickets. OK, whatever. They laughed until they almost pissed themselves. <laughs> oh my God, that was so wonderful. And, 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 and I think this movie appeals to people of that mindset. They, they, they go to it and then they can be like, Oh, a horror movie, but there's things to think about in it. <laughs> and, and then at the end they're, they're just like, Oh, this is kind of ghastly at the end though. It just turns into, cause that's what I heard. It turned into like a jump scare movie, which it did not at all. It just no. had, no, it had finally it had like a really good piece of disgusting gore in it to to actually be disturbing for 10 seconds and then it was over and it makes people it makes those people feel good about it because they're like i enjoyed a horror movie and it had bloody sawing heads off in it and right and i and now i now i can go on on my twitter and my tumblr and talk about this and i'm i'm not an pretentious art house goon and i'm not a i'm not a pretentious art house goon but i'm also not a horror movie secret serial killer either Right, yeah. <laughs> like a disgusting, gross things or whatever, you know. Yeah. Or it was disgusting and gross, but it had a classy story and super cinematography. And, you know, they played up the whole thing of the mom making the dioramas and how important the dioramas were in it. And I thought that part was really just sort of half-assed. It yeah. was sort of thrown in there. Chairs. It didn't really... 
All I know is that one that one she's doing is a lot of fucking chairs. The funeral parlor yeah, has a lot oh, of chairs. No, yeah. mean, There's so many fucking chairs. And and as I can say it was this as, good as, to as, illustrate as a modeler, her meticulous, crazy oh, no. oh, oh, I get genius, that. but Oh, I get that. But I'm saying as a modeler, I'm looking at all those chairs going, That's a lot of fucking chairs. <laughs> That's a lot of fucking chairs. Because like the last thing I want to do is paint clothes or walls or have to build those chairs. Like, I mean, she's not a very good modeler. Luke pointed that out the other day to me. Yeah, she's not a very good modeler. Like the way she's like, like, like her her painting skills are not outstanding. Yeah. Especially when you look her at figure, her figure like work that. is her figure her work figure is nothing special. That's for damn sure. But, but I'll tell you right now, like if if I had to have somebody who were like, I need to you know fill this room with chairs. That bitch is making my chairs because they well, were and good. Well, chairs. most artists like her chairs. that are kind of famous have interns to do all the chairs and tiles. And stuff. <laughs> oh, and they do. They'll have some, they'll have these kids job. who work for free of it make that stuff. The last you know? thing oh. I want to do is build those chairs. So anyway. yeah. Well, let me let me tell you when she go when the mom goes crazy and busts up all of her models. The deleted it, scene it, on that scene is even better. <laughs> it just keeps it she just on, keeps busting them. It goes on and on and on and on. You're like, oh god, like she's really like. Uh, Tony Collette really is destroying the shit out of these like these houses. I mean, it's in the movie. It's like you know, it's like however long it is. The deleted scene has got to be like it feel it feels like a good three minutes. It's probably like a minute and a half, but it feels like a good three minutes of her just laying waste to everything in the room, and you're like, yeah. what the fuck? What like, the no, actress? probably if I was that actress, I would uh, that that Tony scene Collette? would have been like probably the greatest catharsis yeah. like acting in that movie because. You know, Everybody's got to act on the edge of hysteria through that movie. It must yeah. have been kind of tough on him. Well, okay, yeah. so someone starts you real quick. Tony Collette, who is the mother in this movie, um, she's also the mother in Krampus, um, which I thought she was. I, I mean, I love Krampus. Krampus is just a great. I, to me, is a great holiday film, and it's just a lot of fun, right? The the difference being here is that obviously, like you know, she's she's so like, anyway, she's you know on the verge of like losing it all and whatever. Like I thought there were some really interesting things they mentioned throughout that, like her sleepwalking and when she covered herself in the paint thinner and then her son in the paint thinner. And was that was fire. legit like, creepy. Yeah. Like that stuff. If that's where you went with this film, fuck all the supernatural stuff. Yeah. And it literally was about this woman's descent into madness. Right. And was about that. Like, I'm not saying that it would have been thrilling, but I'm telling you right now, like, at least at the end of the movie, if the, at the end of the movie, seriously, was her not not hanging on the ceiling while her son's looking at the burnt corpse of his, his dad. Yes. And then her with the fake neck. Although I did love Colette, uh, Tony Collette did have a prosthetic head on with a fake neck and really took real piano wire and cut through it to make that look as good as possible. That's why that gore effect. I mean, looks yeah, good. it looked, it looked great, but at that point I didn't give but a shit. But it makes shit. no sense. No, right. it, you but don't, it's, who get there at that point? It, it's, it's just well, geek show at that point. Yeah. I, I'm thinking what it was, was, it was, was they needed a, a the, they needed a series of sacrifices, uh, yeah, you know, no. since, since they, they could move a soul through things as long as there was some sort of genetic, that was where the hereditary came in, and, the and they is, spelled we're, we're, it right we're, out in the end credits yeah. where you'd see the DNA move down from one letter to a, from one credit to another. But they needed so they needed to like kill off members of kill off a sacrifice and then move the body around until they got the 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 you know whatever the ki their king inside the woman inside the little girl's body. 
inside the they, boys, yeah. the little girl right. inside the little boy inside the blah blah blah. Right. It's <laughs> just a mess. Saying, it doesn't. It's, but I'm saying, but but if you get rid of all that stuff, get rid of that, and it was to, like, and you watch Tony Kletchis becoming more and more unhinged, right, the whole time, and instead of the 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 the, the uh, what is her name is uh, the the woman who Joan. Joni, whoever, Joan, whoever she meets, instead of her being like you know like where she's like well I, I instead of being like i found a cult and i can move this thing like she, she could still like have found god or whatever but like they go there and then in, in, in the apartment she's dead well why is she dead because because now the mother you know uh, the tony Clutt's character kills her because yes. she because she disassociates she she's becoming disassociative and yes. that would have been something where you're like Okay, what are we watching? Like, it's kind of yeah, like no, they okay, could have remember, really remember, remember, remember Henry Portrait of Serial Killer. Yeah, remember the yes. scene. Okay, remember the scene where they're where it turns out they're watching the the video of them murdering everybody. Yeah, remember that scene? And then he's like, yeah. I want to watch it again. He's like, We don't watch it again. He goes and like, and he gets mad at him because he's like, That's we don't we don't we're not taking pleasure from this. We're just we we're recording it for the reason. Like, it's not about it's it's that that psychosis that like like where where is that where's that psychopath going and like and henry's you know really fucked up but i'm saying is the idea if we watch the mom start coming unraveled and you're like well how's Joni dead oh because she fucking murdered her because because she went there and joan went to get whatever the tea and she fucking kills her and then but now she did now she just walks away because she's her whole that would be the and, and and you can still have it in the movie Tony Collette take the wire and kill herself in front of her son, but not be because she's sacrificing herself for some fucking piece of shit did God. It's because she literally doesn't know what she's doing, you know, kind of thing. It, it, yeah, it, it, well, you know, they could have very and, easily had you guessing through the whole movie, whether sure. there was a supernatural aspect or if it was all going on yeah. in her head because her mother was obviously had some mental illness or you know was portrayed as having it so you could have you could have had that is this is this all contained within her head or is this really right. supernatural exactly. or whatever yeah. but like it's just it's so hard to get with with such a depressing story to get you to care you yeah. know you never see these characters at a point where they're you know i mean you might feel some sympathy for them because of their human beings and grief or dealing with their mother's grief or you know all their family stuff but you never see any sort of normalcy you never see anything but a family in crisis from the very beginning and it just gets worse and worse and it's it's just like yeah yeah, there's 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 nothing that make like you said there's nothing that makes us care about these characters when they're put into bad situations because none of them with the exception of Gabriel Byrne are are likable and he he's likable but he's ineffectual you know yeah. and he he doesn't he doesn't make any positive impact on anything throughout the film so it's at, i mean and after a while it, it like i said it it wears its influences on its sleeve and i've always said one of the one thing you should not do as a film is try to remind people of a different better film they could be watching instead <laughs> yeah. yep and the whole time i'm thinking man why didn't honeywell pick rosemary's baby or the exorcist or the omen or anything because it would be better no, than this if we wanted devil. to watch a supernatural movie yeah race with the devil would have been better <laughs> and and here's okay two and now two of things reminding of, two... of other movies go ahead did, did, yeah 
the the scene where the mother finally got the the father to come down and had the seance didn't that remind you a little bit of like close encounters when he built the devil's tower in his living room and yeah. had to show his family remind me um, of poltergeist <laughs> what she put carol in on the floor and yes floor. oh my god yeah 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 and poltergeist is a fucking great movie well that's yes. what, that's what this whole movie is every 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 aspect of it reminded me of something from another more superior horror movie <laughs> that the audience who was loving this movie probably stuck their nose up at in some yeah. point including well, yeah, I, some I will, schlock movies you know yeah well here, here's the thing we're talking about schlock movies now here here's the thing two things about the little model dioramas that she builds right the first, the first thought I had is, man, I wonder if the little, if the little figures in the dioramas are going to come to life and kill people, that would be because they kind of play with that. And then I said, no, no, Charles Band did not make this movie because if Charles Band made this movie, you better believe that's what's happening. Yeah. That yeah. put put the, put that aside. The other thing is, okay, so she finally goes nuts. She's destroying all of these models that she's worked on for all these months and really stuck it to the poor guys at the gallery who just want to, you know, get a show on because they're losing money every day that she's going through this crap. She smashes the model and then all of them are smashed. And I said this to Jay the other day. The only thing I could think of was Connie breaking all her dishes in The Godfather and Carlo going, that's right, bitch, break all your fucking dishes. That's right. <laughs> Oh Which would have made it way funnier if Gabriel Brink came in and started whipping her with the belt. That's right. Break <laughs> all your fucking models. Break all your fucking models. But, you know, again, that's not the movie they're making. I could be watching The Godfather instead of this movie. <laughs> so, the Godfather's only slightly longer. Than no, I was going to say, you could watch both parts one and part two, and it would whip through faster than this. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah. When, Luke, when Luke said that, Luke sent me that note. I'm dying laughing, and I'm thinking myself, oh, he's right. It's like, but the the again, and and again, I, I know we're kind of dumping on this film, and and we, and I, I I I said this to Luke the other day, um, is that you know I sat here and I watched it, and and it, it you know when they killed when the daughter dies, I'm like, all right, you killed a kid, and that doesn't ever sit well with me in the movie. And again, not that that because the, the daughter's a complete outcast and like she's got there's something clearly wrong with her yeah she's got the, um, the the demon in her at the beginning of the movie forget yeah, when the yeah. blue light starts i mean it's the writing was on the wall she was already no, off i i understand what i'm saying is but like i mean so like you're looking at this child and if you for, let's 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 pretend the fact that like we didn't know the demons there right like clearly this child has something she's something's very off with her right you know i think you know that something's off with her and and you're like okay and they kill her and you're like all right like, so am I supposed to feel like it, it's hard because you're like, am I supposed to like feel bad here? Like it, it, it's, it doesn't sit well with me killing a child in a movie period. Um, you know, <laughs> it does with Tyler and I, <laughs> well, here, here's the thing. Here's the right. thing. I shouldn't be applauding it for killing a kid, you know, 25 minutes into the movie. I didn't give a right. fuck. Right. Yeah. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, like I'm, I'm sitting here going, okay, they killed the kid. I'm like, so, uh-huh. And I now supposed to like, like, it wasn't like, I mean, it literally like her getting decapitated was the only part that made my, 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 me like not jump, but like the entire film, like, okay, like, 
you know, like they, I was not expecting her to get yes. decapitated by that. No, because they like, set up her nut allergy, and like right. as soon as they set it up, I'm like, all right, she's gonna yeah. something's gonna happen with her. And nut then they allergy. show him chopping up the nuts at the party. And Which, you yeah, think, you yeah. didn't need to do. Wouldn't it have been better if she just had the piece of cake, and then she goes, oh my god, I can't yeah. breathe. Right. I'm not, <sighs> I mean, but everything is is is, is very blatant, right? And and the thing is, with this this movie is actually, and this is probably the best way to describe this. It is everything that it, it does everything that Hot Tenchan does not do. If you guys remember Hot Tenchan, you know, high oh, tension, yeah. right? Where I like that they, movie a lot. Right. I yeah. love Hot Tenchan. I know people feel it's a fucking cop out and bullshit. Fuck you. April Fool's <laughs> Day is a fucking cop out, right? Um the, the kind of thing. The it is. Um but the problem is is that like in Hot Tenchan, you're like, what the fuck? Like you're watching this thing, like, okay, like, you know, I mean it's all happening inside her head and whatever kind of thing. Right here, it's like, look, there's nuts in this cake. Like, without the, it's basically, you could have had, like, uh, Luke knows what I'm talking about. Like, on Who's Line Anyway, it's like, you know, do a, like, fourth grade production of whatever. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> we'll take this from you. Like, it's like, it's like they, like, they could have seriously woodenly walked across the set and announced what they're doing, and it wouldn't, it would have been less obvious than what they were doing. But the problem becomes as you're sitting there going, okay, like they beheaded her. And I'm like, okay, they literally beheaded her. And I'm like, and now what? Like that happened. And that's, that's like the jump, the only kind of jump scare. It's the only effective scene in the movie. Right. But I'm saying is, yeah, right. Exactly. But you don't have any feeling about it afterwards. Like you're not sitting there going, oh no, how could they kill the daughter? Or holy shit. Like, like it, it literally hits you for a second and goes away. And I thought it, of it only in plot terms. I was like, that was it, unexpected. That puts well, the plot in a different direction the than I thought. She decapitates the bird. The entire we don't know movie's why. decapitations. And then the two kids are watching the old movie on the, the, the laptop, and it's a beheading. Yeah. It's yeah. like it. the writing is just – it's well, not a little tiny graffiti. It's fucking yeah. plastic. <laughs> Well, but, it's, but that, that's the thing is it's like it, this is like almost like a um, Rosetta Stone of horror yeah. for art house people. <laughs> you know, this is all the stuff that they've wasted 50 years watching, yeah. you know, Fellini films and missed. And now they get to, like, see it all for the first time yeah. in a, an acceptable movie. So that's I mean, that's the thing. They'll blow this movie and then. You know, none of those people that are like the Atsy Fatsy movies would give John Carpenter's The Thing any chance, which is right. infinitely right. more art house than this was. Yeah. If you think John about Carpenter's yeah. movie, you know, just about every other John Carpenter horror movie has a lot more to say than this movie. This movie has nothing to say, and it pretends it has a lot to say, maybe about grief or some, or you know, something like that. The horror, the horror plot of it doesn't have anything to say. Right. You know, or I mean, yeah, I mean, you could definitely draw the lines of uh, family trauma gets passed down, but it's not that's not enough to carry a movie that's right. been said eight billion times and right. in more interesting movies. Yeah. So and if you were it's, making a drama, if you were straight up making a straight drama and like Luke said, a straight drama, you would come at it a different way. You would come into the movie with different expectations and different things like the thing is to, to 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 call this a horror movie or whatever they wanted to call it coming in you and and to hype it the way it was hyped and whatever was on it, it's like okay this is not what you're giving us 
you're 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 giving us uh what is the skeleton for a family drama i mean depressing fucking movie a movie yeah. that basically make you want to go drink right kind of thing and, and which is fine but if it was all straight drama okay if you wanted to make it horror but and take the supernatural shit out of it and do like i was saying before like literally her descent into madness okay fine like at least there's something there but the problem is it feels like they fucking slapdash the ending on because you're like i saw another movie and i made this and it's like, I mean, I understand what? that this director has never had never done anything else, and he probably will not do much more because he's a fucking slap nuts. If this is how he thinks a horror movie, well, he's got another one series. coming out this summer. He's but got it, he's got ten fucking movies he's got screenplays for that he wants to make. If they're all like this, fuck, dude. Like seriously, like I mean, we stopped Uwe Ball from making movies. We can stop no, you. Nobody too. can stop Uwe Ball. No. <laughs> I, I gotta go back to your point about about a family's descent into madness there's no way to descend to from this because everybody is already so awful correct like, oh, i mean it's just right. like there it's just like the eventual playing movie. out of it it's not if even you're, if like... you're gonna start in in media res like this where everybody is already fucked up don't you have to at least flash back and show yeah Something happier times instead yeah. of just talking about it, which this movie is just all talking. It's all Please talk. There's yeah. no. It's it's not a film in the traditional sense where it's show don't tell. This is all yeah. telling. It's all secondhand. It's all hearsay. Yeah. And then and then when when shit does go off the rails, it's the exact same visual vocabulary that we've had in Hollywood for more than a decade now. It's things moving fast. It's people shaking their heads. It's you know, people banging their heads on stuff. It's it's the it does nothing creative or different or interesting looking. It's it's the same visual vocabulary. It's it's right. like I said. It's well. It's it's made well. It's a yeah, nice it nicely is. shot. The effects are good, but there's nothing new here. I mean. I, again, you know, and, and even even discounting some of the classics that this desperately wants to be. I mean, if you're telling a supernatural story with weird, creepy shit going on, there's there's no comparison between a film like this, which again is is all talk and no show, versus I was even thinking like The Devil's Backbone, which is a supernatural mm-hmm, movie yeah. that is mm-hmm. unsettling because you don't know what's going on, but the you know nobody knows what's going on. At one right. point in Hereditary, about an hour and 45 minutes in, the mom says, I understand what's going on now. And I literally said out loud, at least one of us does. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was watching this film. I, I had the day off the other day, and I'm watching this film at like 11 o'clock in the morning, and I got a call. And it was my wife calling me on my cell phone. And normally I'm really annoyed by that, but I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yes, I'll talk. What's up? <laughs> you know what? Here's the thing. If Chris, had, if Chris had sold this movie to me without telling me anything and said, at the end of the movie, there's going to be a bunch of naked cultists welcoming their <laughs> resurrected demon god into the world. Yeah, in front of a, of a, of a, a parody Jimmy. of a a religious icon with a decapitated head where the statue's head should be. I would be like, sign me the fuck up. Yeah. Right. Oh, it has all the elements. I would even say this, like every aspect of this movie is well done. Even the script, but the story is flawed and fucked. So, you know, even with a good script and good dialogue and interesting 
way of telling the story, theoretically interesting way of telling the story. <laughs> if the story, if the if there isn't a story there, you you you're just not good. You're not even you could you you actually you could get along on just style. But they don't even go. They could have gone no. more whole hog, made it more you know gone full. Um, oh, what the hell is that director's name? That did Listomania and uh, um, uh, that was his. That's like one of his more Ken Russell. It could have been like a Ken Russell movie, you know, or something like that, and just gone like really over the top with the style and like Suspiria, you know. Suspiria right. doesn't have a hell, a hell of a coherent or really compelling story to it either. <laughs> but the style is what, in the atmosphere, is what. Well, yeah, but you got to remember this, at, this one just yeah. has a crushing atmosphere from the beginning till the end, and it doesn't. But so does the descent. You. But the descent wasn't oh boring. Yeah. No, the it's, descent. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that that's the thing. Even even invoking Suspiria. Remember, it's 2018. Okay, Suspiria has been replaced by its remake on the on by the on the in the uh, on the altar of the the younger generation. You know, I mean, I read a thing about the remake of Suspiria. It's like, well, the original wasn't all that great anyway. It's like, and I'm done reading your review because that yeah. means you've never seen Suspiria. And if you right. have, you didn't fucking get it. And I don't mean to be that guy, but if you're if you're going to praise a remake of a film by saying, well, the original wasn't that great. And we're talking about Suspiria. I'm sorry, but you're not correct. It's, it's funny. <laughs> I, I, I've been I, I, I pretty much was not going to watch the new Suspiria. And then I saw the Red Letter Media guys. Um two of them did a, a review of it where by the end of it I was like I gotta see this but um I still don't know well, I have a feel I have a feeling it's gonna be like hereditary I don't know if I'm gonna like well, it but I I, I'm I mean, now whatever, I'm definitely whatever, checking for, it out for for whatever it's worth with the remake of Suspiria it's nothing like the original so it's right. it's, they, they it's one the, of those things where okay you remade Suspiria sort of it doesn't yeah, impact yeah. the original in any way. I've heard that this one is all plot. Yeah. yeah. This one's all plot. This one's about, this one has so much plot, it doesn't have a story, apparently. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, it's a perfect example. We watched Asperia. When we watched Asperia, we watched, my dad watched it with us, right? And dad's like, dad enjoyed Asperia, but he liked Tenebrae better, right? Yeah. Which is yep. his dad Tenebrae with us. He liked Tenebrae better. Now, if you've never seen these movies, you should go watch said movies so you mm -hmm. understand what the fuck we're talking about. And but then, the and then go listen, and then go listen to the episodes covering Suspiria and Tenebrae on this very podcast. Yeah. And we're, we're not usually watch. this bitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we never are, because we usually you know, hand pick them stuff that we I all mean, like. You know. Yeah, but I mean, in all in all seriousness, oh Jay, go ahead with your point. Sorry. What I'm saying is, but so so the thing is, so it's not that Dad didn't didn't get Suspiria, he just enjoyed Tenebrae better. I mean, I enjoy Tenebrae more than than Suspiria. If I had to pick one or the other to watch, I'd watch Tenebrae again over Suspiria. If I had to pick just one to watch, but that's personal preference because of the the film and like with the stories and whatever but it wasn't like oh, i didn't get suspiria like i like suspiria way better than inferno but that's because suspiria is a better movie than inferno does yeah. it mean inferno is bad no but it does it mean suspiria is better yes suspiria is better than um was it mother of tears is that the yes. third one right yes it's better than that but that has but that speaks to the story being told or whatever it might be. It's not that Dario Argento forgot how to fucking make movies because he knows how to make them. It's just sometimes his movies 
are just the way he makes them. It speaks to different people in different ways. I know people who Suspiria is is their favorite Argento movie hands down. I, I mean, okay, like I know some people who love Stendhal syndrome. I like Stendhal syndrome. I know some people who don't like it. It's okay to do that, but yeah. at no point are you sitting there going, "What the what?" Like it's it's confusing. And and, and I'll be honest here, Luke, as you know as well as I do, Inferno can get infu- can get confusing yeah. if you're not paying attention. Yeah, Inferno can get yeah. confusing if you are paying attention. With, but with the, the movies, yeah. though, I kind of enjoy that. That's kind of part right. and parcel with it. I'm yeah. sort of there for the, like, if you're not going, what the fuck is going on right now? You <laughs> yeah. know, you're not really, you, you know, you're yeah. not completely in Italy. Right, but I'm, <laughs> but I'm saying, but at no time you're sitting there going, oh, he just doesn't know what he's doing or whatever. Like, you clearly know that the person is, that, 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 that Dario Argento, is taking you on a ride and it might not be directly from a to b there might be some twists and turns in the way there's a lot of fucking twists and turns in the way right but he's but you know at some point the person doing this has taken time to craft a movie that has a coherent story and a coherent script and all this stuff and it's going to get there at no point when we're watching hereditary did i feel that this director knew where the fuck he was going at the end of this film because when it takes the turn and it really starts going more supernatural i'm like what the fuck like literally when when like i'm i'm willing to buy in at this point i'm buying in gabriel burns catches on fire and whoever that stuntman was who took the full body burn more power to you right because because fucking that's a full body burn on a real guy right yeah so (laughs) and but all of a sudden when the sun's there and i'm like okay and because you're kind of seeing things skitter off the side, like the sister moves, and then fucking Tony Collette's on the ceiling. I'm like, are you fucking kidding? Like, fuck that shit. Like, she doesn't need to be on the ceiling at that point, like a spider. Like, we get, like, yeah. like she's up yeah. there. Like, she seriously could have been just in the fucking corner. Well, right? that's the no, thing no. is, that's such a trashy trope of modern horror it's, movies, yeah. too. Right. Exactly. But I'm saying, but they could put her in the corner, like make it fucking that, like, like that she's in, like she's sleepwalking, make it whatever, fucking have her have a can of fucking um, paint thinner, whatever. I don't care. Just it, but as soon as she's on the ceiling, I'm like, and you're gotta be kidding. Like, right. You, it's, you, it's, you, it's derivative. It's derivative. It, it's the, yeah. it's the same things over and over. I mean, <clears throat> she didn't spider walk down the stairs afterwards you know inverted because you know we have to do that 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 was my next thing Mm -hmm. i was gonna say is at least she didn't like do that jittery sped up spider walk that you always see or like have her face doing the um it started in in what was it jacob's ladder you know where the head's just like going back and forth real fast and stuff like that makes perfect sense Yes. And, and, and a lot of the movies nowadays, you're like, okay, well, but she does the head slam thing. She's, right. she's holding on to the, and she, like, it, 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 when, when he goes up in the attic, and I'm thinking, like, well, how is she hitting this thing? And of course, now she's hanging off it, slamming her skull into it. I'm like, yeah. are you? Like, I mean, like, like if, if I say, are you? Like, I mean, that's really, like, I feel like the Miz, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, because at one point I was like, "You said nude photo shoot." No, I'm sorry, that's the photo shoot. <laughs> uh, I should have watched Ms. and Mrs. instead. Anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, I, it's, it's 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 just this movie became very frustrating at yeah. times. Um, there again, like I said, there's there's a skeleton of stuff that could work 
it's just and again if you took yeah. the derivative stuff out but it's like and again not that a film could couldn't have things that are derivative in it and not be and, and be like it could still be successful but it just didn't do anything and i said this to on Luke, paper all the elements oh, of sure. it yeah. it looked great and it's sure. just like and so does communism communism looks beautiful in the fucking book doesn't work in real life well you well you guys know the problem with communism hereditary is, co- is the cinematic version of communism communism there you go. yeah well eventually, we eventually you run exactly make that trend yeah. Yes, because remember, eventually you run out of other people's money. That's always the problem with communism. But <laughs> uh, no, you know, but again, I mean, that, that's that's the thing is that, like you said, there's even if you even if you you made this into a drama, I could I could see the appeal of this. I mean, you know, I mean, I, the last the last several years of all of our lives, we've all had personal tragedies, and to have things right piling on top of each other, we all can. Uh, uh, relate yeah. to that any, any, almost way. anybody of after a certain age if they're lucky but you know once you start getting older you start yeah you everybody has experience with grief yeah and this and like yeah this movie could be an extra it, it is an exercise in grief and uh <laughs> like somewhere there's got to be a script floating you know his original script floating around and but man even that if they took all the supernatural elements out of this it would be you know, I, I sort of picture the end of that movie must have had like the mother killing herself or, you know, sure. it might have been closer to what you were envisioning, Jason, with her mm-hmm. going nuts and like maybe torching the sun with uh, yeah. with, with, with acetone well, or whatever level. Having brought that up earlier in the movie, wouldn't that have worked better? Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is this is that like, you know, if, if you if she that, like, I mean, she uses lighter fluid. Uh, to get the, see, I thought it'd be even funnier if, like, when she's trying to light the book on fire, they don't have lighter fluid, so she's just putting paint thinner on it anyway, because then it'd be a lot more on the nose. Anyway, um, what I'm saying is, like, I mean, but that, like, that kind of stuff, like, you've, you've made it very clear that the mother sleepwalks, you've made it very clear the mother, uh, like, she, she has guilt. I mean, she talks about trying to abort her son by doing everything possible to herself so she could have a, so she could he, she could miscarry like these and again even though that's part of a dream like all this shit's in the movie like yeah. it's all there and it's like eh, let's just forget it it's like it's like you know um oh uh, remember look the, the what the twist you know it's like the what the, the twist <laughs> you gotta have the what the twist you know kind of thing like let, let me tell you something if she had woken up from the dream and discovered the house was on the moon it would have made just yeah, as much was, sense as yeah. everything else in this movie what a twist m night Shyamalan ding dong there coming coming out of nowhere i was doing this Anyway, um, so, so uh, uh, but you know, I, that's. I, yeah. I, I said this to Luke though the other day. I said the problem is this: is that there are two movies that have been people have been telling me, "Oh my God, you have to watch it. They're so good." Like, and and again, not. I don't mean people like it's in like, I mean, like everything you're reading, like Rumor, right. uh, not Fangoria, it just got back to existence, but Horror Hound and like. In, 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 like, who are short stroking the two fucking movies were hereditary and mandy and i've seen both of them okay? i've got mandy on my hard drive mm. latent is that worth is that worth uh oh, no no not even no okay so put it this I'm way i'm still gonna like, watch it i still okay, can't okay, resist watch it because no, maybe maybe 
when I fucking time traveled for like four minutes in the middle of the movie, those four minutes were the best fucking four minutes going. Because I tell you right now, the rest of the movie was shit. So the problem was, I watched that going, man, everyone said how amazing this is. People I actually know love that movie. They're like, it was amazing. Nicolas Cage was outstanding. I'm like, great. I'm watching it going, fuck. Okay. Now, you know, and now I'm like, okay, hereditary. And the people who I, who I know have seen this and liked it. And I'm like, See. okay. And like every, every fucking review loves it, right? Everything is four stars, you know, nine out of 10. Great. And I don't know what they were watching. The problem is, is that in the, in the, uh, you know, four and a half hours or four hours total or whatever long it takes for to watch those two movies, we could have watched like Dog Soldiers and The Descent again, and we could have watched Monster Squad. Like, we watched a lot of movies that I really like that are classics, or I could have gone and found other movies to watch, you know what I'm saying, at that time. You could have watched but, Monster Squad almost three times. Oh, yeah. no, I know. Monster Squad's amazing. But we could have we watched The Gate. I could have watched any number of movies, right? Or if I said, hey, what's this movie about? This movie's about a cult and whatever. Let me go dig up some Hammer movies that do it better. The Devil Rides Out to the Devil, a Daughter. Like any number of Hammer movies that do the, the cult thing way better than this film does. Right? Because it does them better. Oh. The idea of like yeah. a demon. Right? What's the what's the one with – is, is it the – I don't remember – I forget which one it was, where it's um, it's the hammer one at the end. It's got the big fucking devil guy, but he's all white. Is that the devil rides out or the, to the devil door? It's one of them. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember which one it was. But does it have Donald do, Pleasance in it? I don't remember. The, the, I, if it does, it's a devil to the devil a daughter. Right. Well, whatever. They do the exact same basic end of this movie better. <laughs> and that was done in the fucking 60s. On like hammers. Oh yeah, no, that is yeah. to the devil a, a daughter, and right, okay. and I mean they, I mean the end of this, I mean basically this movie is also Rosemary's Baby, except yeah. Rosemary's yeah. Baby at least had like Ruth Gordon just being like, ah, it's time for dinner. What are you guys doing? You know that. <laughs> I hate Roman Polanski, and I would rather watch Rosemary's Baby yeah. five right. times yeah. than watch this again. Well, I'm, but even like, then, I mean, I'm I mean, not a big fan of Roman Polanski, but I like his movies. Oh uh, yeah, I mean divorced from that it's you know but but even then even like even like um you know a film another italian film we watch we watch short night of glass dolls yeah the ending of this film is not that different from short night of glass dolls and and understand short night of glass dolls is kind of a gimmicky movie but it's still uh, similar stuff with the cult and all that it's not as supernatural probably a bit more probably a bit more realistic but you know, be that as it may. This movie's a gimmicky movie, but it's too artsy fartsy to admit. It doesn't want yeah. to admit it. It wants to pretend yeah, it's anyway. not a gimmicky movie. When it, when if you're gonna be a gimmicky movie, own it. Fuck it, embrace it. You right. know. Yeah. Have your main character be dead and remembering heart. it throughout the entire thing. <laughs> yeah, don't. I mean, just don't layer it under layers of expensive and good art direction in the yeah. attempt to make it seem like it's not a gimmick. <laughs> yeah. all, all I know is when I, I remember watching Short Night of Glass Dolls with my friends for the first time, and right at the beginning, you know, our hero is dead. And uh, my, my friend Matt goes, goes to me, I think, I think he'll pull out of it. I think he'll make it. <laughs> <laughs> I think things I are looking up for this guy. <laughs> well, he's he's on a table. He is looking up. 
Yeah, he's looking straight up. <laughs> I literally don't think I've seen that movie in 20 years. And and I'm thinking to myself, God, you said that, and I'm like, oh my God, now it's bringing it back. And I'm like, yeah, I think I think you'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh I'm God, excited so. by this plan. I'm excited to be a part of it. <laughs> it's Miller's time. Yeah. <laughs> So, Actually, you know what? This one one last thing about Ghostbusters is really funny is that my my kids really like Ghostbusters, and my my younger boy especially. Every now and again, he'll just say, "The flowers are still standing, ladies and gentlemen." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, Peter Bankman, good role model. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, this the bedroom. Nothing happens. In, nothing happened in there. What uh, a shame. <laughs> was on the other day and Kelly's oh, like what is man. it this is Ghostbusters she goes how can you tell like it literally was all I had to see was Andy, was, uh, Andy Potts and yeah. I was like Ghostbusters what do you want and I, no, it wasn't even that part it was it was right when, when Dana comes in the first time and she and and uh, Andy Potts rolls her eyes oh yes ma'am yes yeah. serious yeah and Kelly goes, <laughs> I go I can tell by her hair so because yes. she, her hair changes in the other film and I'm like yep. this is the original and she goes Okay, and then Kelly leaves. I'm like, you don't have to leave it if you don't want to watch it, Kelly. Like, it's all cut up. It's on like, you know, whatever channel. And she's like, whatever, you know, kind of thing. And I was like, like, man, yeah, this is a good movie. And I'm like, then I remembered I'd watched Hereditary that morning, and I'm going, oh, well, at least I got to watch a good movie later. And then, uh, and the flowers are still standing. Anyway, that so, tells you everything you need know. to know about this movie. We'd, we'd yeah. rather talk about Ghostbusters for Ghostbusters. five minutes. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what else we can say about this film. Um, I can honestly say is that um, I, I don't think any of us recommend anyone watch it. Um, if you feel you need to watch it, uh, it is actually available on Amazon Prime. That's how so I watched it today. Exactly. So if you have Amazon Prime, don't spend money on it like me. Yeah, I mean, I was dumb enough to buy it. Um, you know, because I bought it again, I bought it based on people had said, Oh my God, this movie really, I'm like, okay, great. Like, let me get my hands on it. And I got it for like 14 bucks. Cause you pre-order and it drops in the price and yada, yada. And I'm like, okay. And like, it's a disappointment, you know, kind of thing. And again, maybe you loved it. If anybody who's listening to the sound of our voices, so was like, what the fuck you guys are wrong. Um, again, you're entitled to your opinion, even if you're wrong, um, which you are. Uh, you can write in and tell us why you like it. Like, try to give us a reason about what we're missing. Because I don't think we're missing it. Like, the chances are this. Like, if, 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 if one person watches a movie, you might miss them. When all four of us are watching this film, again, I went in with an open mind, expect, hoping to like it. You know, kind of thing. I knew, yeah. I knew nothing about it. I knew nothing. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like we went in going, oh, I'm going to fucking hate this because it's this fucking person and it's fucking – like I, I didn't go in wanting to hate it. I didn't go in wanting to love it. I went in going, I've heard this is really good. I hope it is. And it just disappoints and disappoints yeah. and disappoints. It's like – seriously, it's be like – you know, like it's it's like you go to bite into a nice juicy steak and you're like, ugh, this is not a steak. This is rotten. You know, it looks think. beautiful, though. It looks like it was going to be good. It's 2018. <sighs> every movie nowadays can be good. Yeah. Like, every movie should be good looking. You know? Yeah. What you're yeah. saying is they, they, they filmed this thing in Utah, and they um, – it was, this, this was original. Okay, think about this. Originally, this script was supposed to take – the entire script called for it to be the dead of winter and snowing and oh, desolate. Jesus. Could you imagine? Like, people would have murdered themselves watching yeah. it. At least – 
everything outside looks beautiful. I mean, their house is a beautiful house. The yeah, the top. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you right now, like I'm looking at this going, I don't know what I mean, because again, the all the insides were all done on a soundstage, but whatever house they shot in the outside was fucking gorgeous. Yeah. That's a nice looking house, you know, and that's a hell of a treehouse. Yeah. A hell of a treehouse. <laughs> now we didn't have a treehouse growing up, but that was a hell of a treehouse. So I want that treehouse for my podcasting for That would be awesome. <laughs> you don't want it for your your beheading satanic rituals. Well, I mean, no. you do both. <laughs> I, you know what? If I had a treehouse, it'd be like I'd it'd have be like the... me and Millhouse and Bart and Nelson in there reading comic books. <laughs> I wanted the Kaliostrowski with the long sideburns. <laughs> and it would be like it would be like it would be like the Monster Squad, you know? Yeah. Can't you read? No girls. My, that's, that's prescription. prescription. You I, mean I would say this. Prescriptions, drugs, you idiot. You're on there. You think you're getting in here. <laughs> <laughs> Love Monster Squad. Oh, I, gosh. I would say this as far as recommending this movie. And I think saying it, there's probably nobody who, if unless they just started listening to this show, that would have gotten this far in this show. That would, if you were like somebody who has a penchant for the art house movies. And you're also a complete novice on supernatural horror. You've never like watched Rosemary's anything. Baby or The Omen or, or you know, The Witch or any any of that that stuff. And then this movie would probably be full of surprises for you. <laughs> but if you've seen any of those movies, it's just like it's just like a chaka block of of all of them so once you start seeing you know the rosemary's baby aspect of it you know where that's going you know yeah and it yeah 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 i mean just just saying it's i mean i wouldn't literally i I wouldn't spend money to watch it um you know and that's not somebody who actually did spend money to watch it um if you want to see it again it's on amazon prime if you have amazon prime great uh you know kind of thing um, it, I thought it was on Netflix. It might not. I don't think it is anymore. I think it's only um, on Amazon Prime. Right it's now. on Prime. Yeah, I thought it was on Netflix a while ago, but again, I, I don't remember kind of thing. And this becomes this: is that if, if you want to see it, great. I mean, again, some people would like, oh, they hear it's bad. I want to, I want to see how bad it could be. You're like, okay, fine, you're welcome to do that. But again, if the, truly, if there's anybody out there who really enjoyed this film and like not just to be counter to what we're saying because, oh, we got it, right? You know, like, you actually liked the movie. Like, we would like to hear why. Yeah, why I'm, I'm never going to poo-poo anybody for, like, what they like. But no. this is this is one where I would I would genuinely welcome comments and, and, and sure. conversation because this one to me is, I, you know, maybe I'm just old now. I don't fucking know. But, yeah, uh, yeah come on, write, write in, comment when we post it, because I want to talk about this with people. Yeah, and, and, and it's and been I'm... out for long enough that a lot of people have probably seen it, too. So, yeah, sure. I, that's why I picked it. I was like, whatever this is, it's either going to be great. Split, it was splitting. Uh, I'll, I'll do a plug from the Gentleman's Guide to Midnight Cinema. They're a podcast oh. and Facebook group. And it's one of the better I Facebook see. groups in general of any kind. And as far as movie groups go, it's great. There's a lot of people in there who really know their shit and are like maybe even a little too much. And there's a lot of people who are sort of in the industry there, too. So you get a really jaded and informed opinion there. But also very it's also very always polite 
it's it's no holds barred as far as what you want to say but everybody's very polite to each other so it's a great place to I oh, so it's the anti-internet and if you're like somebody who likes to like yell at people on the internet i would say please don't go there um <laughs> i don't like yelling at people in real life i don't the, yeah right but this like that this split that that facebook page down the middle there were people just like generally either talking like us or generally talking about like it was the you know the best thing since sliced bread and when that goes on in the general public i'm like whatever but when it goes on in the gentleman's guide to midnight cinema I, i'm like it's it i i knew there was enough there i you know to make an interesting show but i did yeah. not know if it was going to make actually an interesting day of viewing and i guess interesting would would fill well, maybe. <laughs> I don't know about that. More interesting well, in the context the of like, oh, I can't wait till we discuss yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. it, you know, right. it, it would be an interesting experiment is... to show somebody this, you know, you, yeah. maybe someone that you hate, and then show them Rosemary's Baby immediately following. Yes. You know, it just and if you do that, record it because I want to hear the conversation that happens afterwards. Right. <laughs> I mean, well, the thing is, too, is, as 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 Chris was just saying, it's it split that group in half. Like, I think, I think if 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 it had split us equally, if if, if or even if one of us had actually liked the film, I think you know we think we could then have that back and forth. I think all of us falling on the on the same side, well, not surprising. Um, I think is, uh, I mean, it was just one of those things that had let's let's say for sake of argument, like I had loved this movie, and I'm like. Oh guys, like it's like there's there's there's, there's it just seems like there's no way to defend something like this to me. Like it just it just didn't do. Yeah, like I mean there there were there were differences in our critiques. Like I wasn't especially yeah. bored during it, but that yeah. doesn't mean I was enjoying it. Right. <laughs> and and I like bleak, oppressive, slow moving stuff. Yeah, like, me too. I, have I no, love it. I have no problem with the slow burn. I mean, nothing's a slower burn than than some of the Carpenter stuff. And uh, and know. I don't mind pitch black stuff too. Oh, neither do I. And I have no problem with children getting murdered in in films. No. <laughs> so it's like, oh, and a dog died in this too. So yeah, there you go. It hit, it hit my marks, and I still see. That's how little I, I, I barely remember to remember the dog dying. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway. I don't even remember the dog dying. The I didn't even like the dog. And how 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 you know that dog wasn't even likable, and it's a dog. It maybe if it yeah talked, they, they they kick him out of the room. Yeah, the dog that's was about a, it. Was, the dog was an asshole. Yeah, I know. Yeah. If yeah, if it was a talk, at least if the dog was talking, maybe if they'd put the the evil demon into the dog for a little while and it was talking to this the daughter yeah. or something it would have it would have definitely gained fire. a point for that because i always give a point but for you, talking dog yeah but you know if a dog could talk he'd be like hey 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 you know it wouldn't it wouldn't be very interesting what a dog would yeah, have but to say the problem is, the <laughs> oh, i think they'd say food now and stuff like yeah that. yeah human yeah. yes. play now human. food now food food yeah. food you can imply the dog is evil. If the dog gets possessed, then the dog has to like piss fire and like bring the demon forth. And oh wait, that's that's from. Uh, that's not right. Been, it would have been fun if they had. Yeah. If the hey, dog was. Harlan made that one. So maybe the dog should have been to make a lot of like big budget movies and hang out with Special Stallone. Maybe so. the dog should have been chasing that blue light around like a like a laser pointer. Well, that's why they didn't have a cat because a cat would be like, <gasps> yeah. 
No, the cat would be the best at the end when, like, just when it, like, they, they, you know, it's like, you know, like, she's like, like, well, don't worry, you're now, you know, whatever the fuck the name of the demon is, and the cat hey, would be there just knocking, you know, whatever, just knocking shit over. Well, I just I picture it like this. The, 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 the gallery calls and says, and she goes, yeah, I got everything all done, and, and as she's talking, she's walking by her dioramas, and there's cat shit in every one of them. <laughs> I was I was almost ready to forgive this movie at the end of the movie when the when the the Paymon demon is is traveling into the the brother I was like oh my god if they put the little blue dot right on his asshole I will forgive forgive everything in this movie. <laughs> they did the smoke goes up his ass I was seen that I know but it's look I'm just All saying. right. So if the guys from if the guys from uh, the Book of Evil, Evil, the Book of Evil are listening, yeah, you you we 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 are now comparing your movie in a favorable light to Hereditary. So you yeah. can put that on your posters. <laughs> I I was never bored watching Book of Evil. No, no that's exactly what I was thinking. Gone up yeah. his ass. Yeah. <laughs> I'll fucking agree with that. Like in the like in Book of <laughs> Book of Evil. Oh my god! There we go. There, there we go. Book of Evil. I, again, wait. Book of Evil came out in 2018, right? Yeah. Yeah. Same yeah. yeah. Same year, yeah, same year as, as, as Hereditary. I would rank Book of Evil ahead of Hereditary. For I never felt depressed Evil. during Book of Evil. That's right. It wasn't yeah. boring. It wasn't it boring. Wasn't. It totally and it had, it. It, and it had a dude at the end who was ready to shove dead rats down his neck. That's yep. right. So. I'll have the cop salad and my friend will have a dead rat. <laughs> <laughs> I about peed myself when I heard that one when I listened back to it. <laughs> oh, when we get off, I'm making a note right now. When we get off, I'm I'm going to write the guy that we, uh, uh, Brian, who we had on for Book of Evil and be just like, so, dude, you guys got to listen to our hereditary show yeah. all <laughs> the way to the end. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, so. Anyway. Yeah, this movie. Ah, I'm yeah. just I'm proud of us that we didn't do an Ant Man up the ass joke on that too. That's how Thanos is getting taken out. Oh. I I really I I thought I thought Brie Larson was going to show up and they'd all just you know give up because I, I that's really kind of the way that Marvel writes shit now, right? If, so if if Ant Man if Ant Man does the 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 uh, anal expansion, I think <laughs> that you will no, see a reaction. Just go. You should have gone for the head. I will see. I will. <laughs> I will. I I say if Ant Man does that, if he comes bursting out of Thanos's digestive tract, that there will be a reaction in the audience that the that theaters have not seen since Rocky II, when Rocky actually won, and everybody leapt to their feet, arms up in the air. Well, at the end of three hours, everyone's going to be like, the problem is it's three hours three hours long. At the very end, it's going to be like. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. Your whole movie, you're like so depressed. Parents and everyone, will be swinging and their bam! kids over their heads. It'll, it'll yeah. be great. It'll be awesome. <laughs> it was, I, when I saw when I saw uh, Infinity War the first time, this guy clearly took, like, his eight- or nine-year-old daughter, which was it, – it's great that she is into these movies and, and is enjoying them. He goes, I don't know what the hell that was. Can anybody explain what was going on to me? I was like, oh, oh wow. It's nice that, that you took that, your daughter. Don't Probably your daughter. Right <laughs> yeah. That well, that reminds me of when I saw The Incredible Hulk in the theater, the one with uh, with Ed Norton. Yes. Norton. But uh, there was a guy that, at the end of that. You know, the Hulk is fighting the Abomination, 
And yeah. it, it's two monsters fighting, right? And there's a guy there with his with his kids, and this little girl, she had to be maybe six, and she's scared. She's scared because the two monsters are fighting. It's like, oh. Daddy, Daddy. And he turns, he goes, shut up! Right oh. in the middle of the theater. I'm like, fuck you, dude! <laughs> Father of the year, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I've man. never done that. Even, even to the fat kid when we saw Godzilla 2000. Oh my god, Dad! 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 But anyway, anyway, we're 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 getting we're getting off topic we're a here. But, far afield. Yeah. Anyway, we're lucky we didn't out. get this far off topic and more off topic in this show. Like, I can't believe we were talking about like throwing away our junk mail and stuff about halfway <laughs> through this one. Sorting through the junk mail. No, we we owed it yeah. to this terrible movie to to tear it to shreds. Yeah. Is only yeah. No, out. I think we should do this every once in a while. Pick out some movie that we haven't seen that's sort of like getting some acclaim, and uh, and do it up. And I haven't been watching a lot of the. You mean like the English movies. Patient? I just it's not, saw. It's not I a terrible movie. Yeah. Trailer yeah. for the no, new movie. English Patient's way better than this. <laughs> I, I, I saw a trailer <laughs> for the yeah. guy who did uh, for the new movie. Now I'm forgetting what 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 what. What the old movie was about ten seconds. <laughs> oh, they fo- uh, it follows. It's by the guy who did it follows. Which and, I still haven't seen. And watching the trailer, it was it was sort of similar to Hereditary. I'm like, oh, this is sort of an artsy, maybe with a dash of Seth Rogen comedy sort of feel to it. Turn on every conspir like going crazy with like pie. Or um, what was that Jim Carrey one? Was it like number, number 23. Number 23. Number 23. It looks like a sort of mumblecore art house mm-hmm. version of those movies where it's like, if you just take random situations and letters from, you know, the universe will talk to you. God will talk to you type of movies. <laughs> and that is reminding me a little Wait, bit. of her. It follows. Yeah. It's not under the silver lake, is it? Yes. That sounds like really? an artsy fartsy movie. Is that like that on like a, the sequel to like like comedic and oh, it has a lot of oh, violent femmes music? Okay, in. no, no, the okay, whole... okay, but, but this is this is supposed to be a con. Is this is the one where okay, the the guy sees the she's swimming in the in the apartment pool, and then he goes to her apartment and she's gone, gone and now he's yes. gonna like yeah, it's what's his face? It's um, it's it's fucking Spider Man, uh, Andrew Garfield. Right, he's trying to figure that out. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. not Spider-Man anymore. <laughs> yeah, and Topher Grace. He never was Spider-Man. Right? Yeah. So wait, so well, so so former Spider-Man and former Venom are both in the yeah. movie? Now, now I'm he's Cipher Man as he tries to figure out the code of the universe. No, he can't, he can't be Cipher. That New Mutants movie's not getting released, Chris. <laughs> they all. I'm get just saying. Eventually. No, no, I didn't, we no all I don't know, know but... we all know that the number that is the answer to the universe is 42. Learned that almost 40 it. years ago. Twice. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. What I what I always say cuz especially cuz Professor Allen is an Arsenal fan. I say you watching the match today? He says no chance. He goes uh uh, there's no no uh, reason. Oh, no chance for Arsenal. It's like no world's gonna end. Oh, lucky escape uh, for Arsenal if it did. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> Five pints at lunchtime. 
It's not as though the world's going to end, is it? <laughs> Should we sit down and put a paper bag over our head or something? Yeah, yeah. what's then, the point? What's no. the point? It's, the world's no going to end in three minutes. Oh, lovely yeah. weather for it, though, isn't There's it? There's no use in planning. The plan for the bypass is in the planning office for the last 200 of your Earth years. <laughs> Only as far as Alpha Centauri. Ah, uh, just cleanse I don't the know, my, my... this movie with some nice... Hitchhiker's my. Guide to the Galaxy. I, we, my, my wife and I, we watched the movie version of Hitchhiker's Guide, I like and I don't think she's... I don't know that she's ever been more confused by something we've watched than Hitchhiker's Guide. Because nah, it starts with watch so long... British. No, 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 I know that, I know that. But I'm saying just right off with so long and thanks for all the fish. She goes, what no, are we watching? Thanks for all the fish. When the movie opened with that, I said, I don't really care how much they deviate from the, the radio. <laughs> I, it, I, literally, got... I literally had tears streaming from my eyes <laughs> during that sequence. I was like, this is, this is beautiful. This is not anything, you know, this is something new for the film, but it is... There is, All Hitchhiker's Guide no Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I was just crying, just like this is perfect. Now, okay, one one last Hitchhiker's Guide thing. In that, if you get the DVD of that, the yeah, the theatrical cool. version, there are there's two sections on the on the bonus features. One is deleted scenes, and the other is really deleted scenes. And really on the deleted scenes, scenes are the normal deleted scenes. The really deleted scenes. It um it has it has them like busting into the ship like wielding guns, and yeah. Arthur's like, my name is Dent, Arthur Dent, motherfucker! Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> I've never seen the, the I've never seen the DVD of it. Holy shit, like that, like I've never yeah. seen. Oh, that's and then and then but then he'll cut 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 and then you hear see him like getting on the phone. I don't know if this is really true to the source material. Uh, yeah, I don't. I understand <laughs> how much they're paying me. That's not the point. And it, <laughs> Well, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna tie it all up with 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 Hereditary and say that Hereditary is basically the movie version of of Marvin. Oh my God! <laughs> Look, robots, the stars are coming out. I'm so depressed. Rubbish. <laughs> don't talk to me about life. Brain the size of a planet. Brain the size of a planet, and what do they have me doing? making tiny chairs for a diorama <laughs> <laughs> and out <laughs>
just search two true freaks with an exclamation mark at the end space and the number two you can find two true freaks on facebook just search for two true freaks if you ever leave your house and you actually have friends why don't you tell them about two true freaks if you've enjoyed our show please won't you take a moment to rate us on itunes that helps others find the show too Thanks for listening, and join us every Monday for new episodes of Two True Freaks. I think you ought to know I'm feeling very depressed. Oh, God.